0: From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so.
1: The show all about the great life
0: in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton.
2: Welcome to Podcast Stockton for Tuesday, July 20th, 2010. I'm Lil Tuckerman.
1: And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking out the show. We'd love to hear your comments. Leave us a message at 209-565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com.
2: This week, the Podcast Stockton family grows larger. Rod Gomez has a baby. We review the Midtown Crapery on Miracle Mile, Matt talks with Lee Nieves of the California Cougars, and we welcome back Web World Talent to discuss their big event this Saturday.
0: this is Wes with your Stockton weekend activities guide. And a great weekend it is to take the kids out for some fun. On Friday, it's Kids Craft Night at Oak Grove Regional Park. Kids will have the opportunity to make all kinds of cool things. Activities are free and open to the public. There is a $5 fee to park in the park. That starts at 6.30 on Friday. And on Saturday, it's Lincoln Center Movie Night. Very popular the first time. This time, it's cloudy with a chance of meatballs. It starts at 630, there's some live music and the movie starts at 830. Great food by Dad's Hot Dogs and David's Pizza, so head out down to Lincoln Center for family movie night. And the last thing for kids is Sunday. At Pixie Woods, it's the very popular Christmas in July. Santa Claus is coming out, so kids go see Santa at Pixie Woods this weekend. Also, don't forget, this Friday is the Farmers Market in downtown Stockton. That goes from 11 to 3, and that's right there at DeCarly Plaza. And until next week, be sure to go out there and celebrate Stockton.
1: So Welcome to Podcast Stockton. This is our 49th episode, only uh, one more until the Big 50. And uh, Filling in for Mr. Rod Gomez is our sports guy, Lowell Tuckerman. Lowell, thanks for uh, joining me in the Outback Studios.
2: Matt, it is a pleasure and I am thrilled to be here, not just as the sports guy, but to be a co-host with you. And As we go on, I will explain how you have made my month, or possibly even longer, by letting me sit in with you today this is gonna be fun
1: very very cool well uh first first up uh congratulations to uh to rod and to linda as they welcomed their new addition um kiera via gomez was born very very early in the morning on sunday on uh, july 18th i believe that would have been yeah july 18th um I, I, still, I still don't have the the uh the uh, stats the the height and weight Or as they say for babies, the length and the weight. But um, I got to see her and she's, uh, I got to see her that day. haven't seen her since. But uh, big congratulations to uh, the Villa Gomez clan for adding yet another daughter to the household. Uh, Rod's, just as I am, Rod is outnumbered. And uh, as Rod um, takes some baby bonding time, it's uh, good to have you step in studio early on a Tuesday. In fact, I don't think I've ever recorded or at least re- produced and released an episode on a Tuesday.
2: Really? So you're more of a Wednesday, Thursday? Because yeah. I know you've done Friday shows before, right? So you've oh, done yeah. later in the week.
1: Yep, but uh, getting ready to go out on vacation. So uh, wanted to get a show out this week, but uh, glad to have uh, none other than Lowell Tuckerman um, step in studio. And Lowell, you got some uh, exciting things coming up on the horizon for yourself, don't you?
2: Absolutely, Matt. In late August... August 23rd, that is the day I will transfer from Delta College to San Francisco State. I will continue with my sports broadcasting studies. And for the people wondering, don't worry, I'm not leaving Podcast Stockton. I am just moving further away from Stockton. And Matt, you know me, I will try my best to not let my studies interfere with doing the sports updates. I will still do the sports updates, but from a farther away location and because of my contacts, I'll still be able to have a close eye on Stockton sports. I'm very confident about that.
1: Yeah, and don't yeah don't worry about interfering. I mean, if anything, don't let your podcast Stockton <laughs> obligations interfere uh-huh. on your studies. <laughs> but uh, very excited that you're continuing your education at uh, out out in San Francisco. And um, you know, there, there's a, a a Stockton. You know, this is a Stockton-centric podcast, of course. But um, the fact that you're going off to school. Um, and studying in San Francisco, um, I'll certainly, you know, allow for, um, I don't know what the technical term is, but a, um, um, a reporter or a, a member of the team that's outside of Stockton. So you, you are our exception because you're, because you're studying. And, of course, you'll come back to Stockton, wink, wink, when you're all done. Absolutely. <laughs> Great. So, um, you know, we, we talked a little bit, um, Greg and I, last week. Um, but now that you're in the studio, I wanted to kind of get your, um, your opinion um, on your own performance at the very, very first podcast Stockton live.
2: Well, after watching our video we posted on our YouTube page on Podcast Stockton, and for those of you who have not checked that out yet, go ahead and go to YouTube and type in Podcast Stockton. And I, after watching it about thirty times, how I did, I, I if I don't if I don't say so myself, Matt, I thought. I did great, and you and Gabe did phenomenal, of course. And it was a complete team effort, obviously, Manny handling the sound. And, of course, don't forget John Remington, who did his piece live right next to the stage. But
1: Yeah, I wish I would have got that part on video, because that was crazy.
2: Yeah, so you did not see, for the people who watched that video, you did not get to see everything that we did. But you saw 22 out of 30 minutes, we, and you saw... A lot of the good stuff, you saw the beginning, you saw my sports update, and we did not, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the part that was missing out of those eight minutes we did not get was John Remington, the trivia contest, and did we miss anything else?
1: I think there might have been one segment uh, at the end, and certainly the, uh, the, the wrap-up, but you know, I'll tell you this, uh, Lowell, every person that I have talked to about the video, everybody has brought up the same thing. Oh, that's what Lowell Tuckerman looks like. (laughs) And I mean, you look, you Uh. you just, and I said this before, I don't know if I've said it on the show, but when I I first, you know, I I listened to you before I met you um, in person, um, you sent us quite a few sports updates before we actually connected um, eyeball to eyeball. And uh, I did not expect you to look the way you did. I expect you to be a lot taller, um, older, bigger, stockier. Um, I didn't expect a a skinny young guy.
2: Yeah, you also did not expect someone who has paler skin than you, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> True. Yeah, you you uh, you definitely have a deeper voice than I would have expected. But uh, yeah, quite a few people have commented to me about um your sports update and the you know the the it just it just looked cool and I think it looked cool you know given the signals to to Manny for the um the uh uh World Cup update and the uh, Dallas Braden update. But yeah, that was definitely cool. Also cool to see um. Uh, Mr. Story in the audience, he was uh, awfully proud of of uh, his former student, Lowell Tuckerman. Um, so yeah, that was cool. And definitely, the next time we do a live show, um, we will absolutely make sure that we give you enough notice that you can, you know, come out here from San Francisco and uh, and be a part of that. Because there would be no no live show without Lowell Tuckerman's sports update.
2: Absolutely. And I really think there's going to be more in the future. We don't have to wait till the Third annual, or actually next year, will be the fourth annual Taste of San Joaquin. And I don't know if you got to this last week map, but remember we thought it was the second annual Taste of San Joaquin, but this past one was actually the third annual,
1: right? Yeah. Did you mention that? I messed it up because it was actually the second annual way out west right, barbecue yeah. competition. So, but technically it was the second annual if you're counting Fourth of July weekend in downtown because it was the first year was uh was not the same. Um, not at the same time. So it was a little bit different of an event. But yeah, definitely next time we do one. Hopefully it will not be uh, next year's event. Hopefully we'll get to that sooner. So um, once again, Lowell, thanks for joining me in studio as we uh, go on with episode 49 of Podcast Octon. So Lowell, um, do you speak French? We, That's about it. That's that's the extent of it. Um, What what about French food? Do you like French food?
2: I do like beignets, the French donut, when I was down in New Orleans. Actually, I've been to New Orleans twice, Matt, and their beignets, the French donuts, are awesome. By far the best donut you can have beats American donuts by a mile. But other than that, I really don't have a lot of experience eating French food.
1: Well, uh, if you like beignets, especially if you like French... um, French food in the style of New Orleans, um, you will like the new newest restaurant, um, or one of the newest restaurants on the Miracle Mile Midtown Creperie and Cafe. I got a chance to uh, to check them out today. Um, they've been open for a few weeks, and uh, they are at 2311 Pacific Avenue, right in the heart of the Miracle Mile. And um, I went for the crepes. I do love their vignettes. I, have, I actually got a chance to try them when they were serving food at the Asparagus Festival. But today, I went for lunch. And, um, it's a great little restaurant, very, uh, I, I, I lack adjectives when it comes to restaurants. If you've heard our restaurant reviews before, but it has a very eloquent atmosphere, small little cafe, um, you know, a limited number of tables, nice counter service. So I actually sat at the counter. Um, it was a, um, little after uh one o'clock today and they, um, they still had a pretty good lunch crowd in there. And, uh, I was greeted at the door by by Matthew Grizzle, the, the owner, and uh, it was good to see him. Um, it's, like I said, they've been open for a few weeks. I've been meaning to get out there, but uh, just, just had a chance today. So you've had vignettes, but have you ever had a crepe, Lowell? I have. They are delicious. Absolutely. Yeah, these guys make some, uh, some great crepes, but um, normally I would go for like a Nutella and banana crepe. Um, hold the whipped cream, please. But today, I went more for a lunch crepe. So I had one of their savory crepes. I had the Bayou with uh, turkey uh, cheese and sun-ripened tomatoes and I went with the um, Swiss cheese and it was absolutely amazing I think the thing that made it for me was the sun-ripened tomatoes it was it, uh, it had a ton of tomatoes I would have expected just a couple of them in there but a ton of sun-dried tomatoes and um, sun-ripened tomatoes I should say and uh, was served with uh, fresh fruit I could have had um, with that I could have had uh, potatoes or a fresh salad but uh, went, went for the fruit. The uh, To say that the crepe was um, amazing would be an understatement. I, I spent a summer in France when I was a teenager. No little. kidding, wow. Yeah, and um, I, I remember very vivid memories of going to creperies throughout the, um, the, uh, co- the west coast of France. So all of my crepe experience in the U.S., I always go back to that summer I spent in France, uh, Mike and I, my brother. And I would say that this uh, Midtown's Crepes brought me right back to to um, staying in Vannes in Brittany in France. They were, they, they were that good.
2: And we talk about the food and how good the food was, but what about the location? Because I've been to New Orleans. I know what these restaurants on French Quarter look like, and if you go to midtowncrapery.com, their slogan on the website is bringing a taste of the French Quarter New Orleans to the Miracle Mile in Stockton. When you were there, could you at least... Attempt to pretend that you were on the French Quarter. Did they make sure the layout of the restaurant had that vibe to it?
1: Well, you know, I haven't. I've been in New Orleans a few times, but uh, it, it, you know, I haven't been to enough restaurants in the French Quarter to, to be able to match it. But I will say that, like I said, the the atmosphere was perfect. It was a you know small little restaurant, had patio dining out front. It's the Miracle Mile, so as much as the Miracle Mile can look like the French Quarter, so it was a lot cleaner. Um, there wasn't anybody outside handing pamphlets for uh, sex shops. Um, <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, it wasn't a lot of drunk people. So besides that, I, yeah, I mean, I thought uh, it certainly brought, brought some ambiance. I'll tell you this, speaking of ambiance, there was a table behind me, a table of about, I think, eight people. And they were meeting there from the French club. And they were having lunch and speaking French to one another. So you, it doesn't get any better than that, going to, uh, Midtown creperie and actually listening to people speak French in the background. The service was amazing. Um, you know, it's a small little restaurant. It was uh, Matthew and uh, one other person um, in the front, and then a couple of people cooking. But I like that the bar seating was actually you could watch them make your crepes. So, you know, the service was attentive. I, you know, kind of observed how they were serving other people because you know, of course, Matthew knows I'm going to give a restaurant review on podcast Oct. And for whatever that's worth, you know, Matt's a nice guy. He gives good service to everybody. But um, and the service was, service was upbeat and personable. And, and the th- I'll tell you the thing I liked is, you know, when, when uh, Matthew brought me the menu, he explained the menu and asked, you know, if I had, you know, if I'd eaten crepes before ordered crepes and explained his menu, you know, I said, you want to order this type of, um, if you're going to order this crepe, you want to get this type of crepe. And, you know, so it's kind of explaining the, uh, the modus operandi, which is, uh, which is important to me.
2: Now, Matt, this wouldn't be a restaurant review if we didn't talk about affordability now, if I'm a low-income family in Stockton, have a couple kids, and you want to bring them to this restaurant for a special occasion—not too often, maybe once a week or so—for something, would they be able to walk out of it without burning a hole in their pocket? How did you like the prices?
1: Well, you know the, the, the prices were uh, the prices were reasonable. Um, I mean, it's not it's not McDonald's; it's sit-down, you know, full-service restaurant. Um, and for me, just me before tip, I got out for eleven bucks. Um, which was my, uh, my Bayou crepe and, uh, with a side and, and a drink. So, you know, 11 bucks, I would compare that, you know, I, I kind of compare that the lunch, you know, there's a, a few different levels of lunch, right? There's fast food, which is under 10 bucks. Then there's the, you know, the big, huge, you know, sit down restaurant, chain restaurant, which is, you know, 15 bucks plus. And then there's the Panera cause I really like Panera. And this was the same price as Panera, you know, for you know 10 11 bucks I got lunch they also have a, a lunch special which I couldn't find it on their website um so I don't know the exact um I don't remember the exact price I think it was like 13 or 14 dollars and you get a um a mini uh, savory crepe and a mini sweet crepe and uh, a side and a drink and I think you can for a couple of bucks more throw in another drink if you want to split the um split the order but prices were fair so yeah the, for lunch it was uh you know like I said perfect for me and um it was uh decently priced, so uh I I would say definitely uh, I will be back. I want to take would love to take my kids there because they would like the Nutella and banana uh, crepe as um as I said, I didn't get to try one I didn't get to have one of those today but they'll also like the vignettes.
2: Once again, that is the Midtown Creperie. You can go to their website at midtowncreperie.com. Creperie is spelled C-R-E-P-E-R-I-E. Their hours are. Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., Saturday, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And if you want to go for dinner, their dinners are Thursday through Saturday nights from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. And they are located, of course, on the Miracle Mile at 2311 Pacific Avenue. Time for a sports update with with Lowell Tuckerman.
1: With Lowell Tuckerman.
2: With Lowell Tuckerman. Bull Tuckerman here with your podcast Stockton Sports Update. This week I am live in the Outback studio alongside Matt Beckwith. Here is your update on what's going on in Stockton Sports and all over the globe. The Stockton Ports are 14-11, two games behind division-leading Bakersfield and the California League, and the Ports right now are in the midst of a road trip. They'll be back in Stockton on July 27th for a six-game homestand. 3 against Lake Elsinore and 3 against Modesto. The 2010 FIFA World Cup is in the books and the championship has been won by Spain. They defeated the Netherlands 1 to nothing in the championship game and the United States did make it out of their original group play but they were stalled once they got out of group play, by Ghana, a country in Africa. So the next World Cup will be in 2014. That'll take place in Brazil of South America. So four more years left for you World Cup fans. And congratulations to Spain for winning their first World Cup in 2010. Maybe I
0: can give Kate Hudson a call. Dallas Braden update!
2: Good news, Dallas Braden fans. He is finally off the disabled list after making his last minor league rehab start in none other than Stockton. That's right, Dallas Braden pitched for your Stockton Ports on July 15th. He pitched four innings, gave up seven hits, allowed three runs, one walk, and four strikeouts. The Ports ended up winning that game 10-9 with a four-run bottom-of-the-ninth-inning comeback win. And the attendance for that game was the highest for the Ports all season, 3,837. So, Dallas, thank you for coming by to Stockton to make your rehab start and fill up the Banner Island Ballpark. There's nothing like Banner Island Ballpark when that place has every seat filled. Have you ever heard of a contract in sports so outrageous that the league said no way. Well, if you haven't, this is one you can hear of today. NHL hockey player Ilya Kovalchuk signed a 17-year, $102 million contract with the New Jersey Devils. Sounds outrageous? Yes, it is. The NHL rejected the trade, stating the contract circumvents the NHL salary cap. Kovalchuk's deal would have paid him a low base salary near the end of the deal to accommodate the cap, but since the NHL has not seen a contract like that before, they have decided to reject it, and Kobelchuk and the Devils, or whatever team he wants to sign for, will go back to the drawing board. The sale of the Golden State Warriors is official. Investment bankers Joseph Lacob and Peter Goober have bought the team for a record $460 million. The team finally changes ownership after 17 years of being owned by Chris Cohan. In Cohan's 17 years, the Warriors only made one playoff appearance in two winning seasons. Many Warriors fans are glad that Cohan is finally not owning the team anymore. And the consensus is that the Golden State Warriors have nowhere to go but up from here. Former number one overall pick and Oakland Raider, Jamarcus Russell has pleaded not guilty to a felony drug charge in his state of Alabama. Russell was caught by police a few weeks ago with a cough syrup that is linked to a sedated drug that he's used, and it is rumored that Russell used this drug when he was with the Oakland Raiders. Hmm, that might explain how he played. So Russell is in trouble with the law, and his status as the number one overall bust in NFL history is cemented so far. That is your podcast, Stockton Sports Update. I'm Lil Tuckerman, live from the Outback Studios. Now let's send it back to Matt and me. Matt, on a lot of my sports updates, I give Stockton Ports scores, Stockton Thunder scores, and I did do a score of another team that is rising in popularity in Stockton, and hopefully for them, that is a good thing. The California Cougars. How much do you know about the Cougars, Matt, the soccer team in in Stockton?
1: Oh, I know, I know, uh, I know a little bit more than I used to know, but I. Um... I've I've been to a few games. I've been to a few games. Um, I actually like watching indoor soccer. I, I like watching soccer. But, um, you know, interestingly, when the arena was first announced and they, shortly after that, they announced that they were bringing on a major league indoor soccer team, the California Cougars. And then they announced this crazy thing called hockey coming to Stockton. I remember thinking at the time uh, the, the hockey team, the Thunder, would flop and the Cougars would be just huge they would be the most successful thing in stockton and um not to say that they aren't successful but they the cougars certainly have not enjoyed the fame and uh, nor the attendance um that the thunder have but uh i I do like to go to the cougar games and both my daughters played soccer and i think that's where that's where my affinity comes from is watching you know a a pro version of the same sport my kids play but it's fun have you ever been to a cougars game
2: I have not, but I can tell you, I did talk to some of their players recently. The Ports had a root root beer float day, and they brought in a lot of local celebrities, some from the Ports, of course, and some players from the California Cougars, and just talking to these players, they're young guys, they're kids with a dream, so to speak, Matt, they're trying to make their way up through the ranks of pro soccer, and I've not had a chance to watch them, but... I have no doubt in my mind that these are good players worthy of being paid to play soccer, and I would like to make it out to a game in the near future. No doubt about that. Yeah,
1: and you know, it's it, and we just got over a World Cup, and um, you know, World Cup. One of the things I liked about it is it it, it um, you know it reminds you know Americans that there's another sport out there in the world, you know, also known as the most played sport most watched sport in the world. Uh, that's that being soccer. And uh, you know, indoor soccer is, is is a little bit different, but it's a it's a great game to watch. It's it's actually a, a lot more offense um, watching indoor soccer than it is watching traditional soccer. But definitely, uh, Lowell Tuckerman, the next time or uh, when the season starts, you have got to get out to watch a, a California Cougars game. It's it's um it, it is a lot of fun. I, I won't lie, it, it's not as as big and uh, loud and exciting as the Thunder game, but uh, hopefully they will um hopefully they'll they'll um start doing things to attract. Um, to attract more uh, more fans to come out. But it, it's definitely a lot of fun.
2: And I also want to add something that you said. Because of the extra offense in indoor soccer, that makes it more appealing. Remember, a lot of Americans complain about soccer because of the lack of offense, a nothing-nothing tie or a one-nothing game. Americans just can't stand that. They need offense. They need excitement. They need scoring. So if you're one of those people who doesn't like soccer because of that, well, give indoor soccer a chance, and you'll see a lot of goals, lots of balls being put in the back of the net, and I think most Americans would find that more find that more appealing. Don't you agree?
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Absolutely.
2: So, Matt, you had a chance to talk with Lee Nieves, the Director of Marketing and Public Relations for the California Cougars.
1: Yeah, I got a chance to uh, catch up with him today to find out a little bit. It's a few months before the season starts, but just to get a... Uh a little, a little crash course on the uh, PASL and the California Cougars. I'm joined today by Lee Nevis, the recently appointed Director of Marketing and Public Relations for the California Cougars. Um, Lee, first, uh, congratulations on your appointment.
3: Why, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm uh, looking forward to it. It should be a fun time.
1: So, um, first and foremost, tell me about the California Cougars.
3: Uh, Cougars are in their sixth year of existence. They are uh, Stockton and San Joaquin counties um, Uh, professional indoor soccer team. Uh, They play in the uh, PASL which is the Professional Arena Soccer League Um, and we've got teams, uh, expansion team in Tacoma, Washington um, that's coming on this year. Also teams in uh, Tijuana, um, San Diego, Um, also back East Louisville Cincinnati um, and a Canadian division there's teams in Edmonton Prince George so there you know teams in various markets in the United States Uh, we are one of two California teams along with our uh, probably our chief rival the San Diego Sockers and I can go to a million reasons why Stockton is better than San Diego
1: (laughs) so uh, you you said the name of the league but wasn't when they first came to Stockton, wasn't it um, MISL before? It,
3: it was. They, they were in the MISL before. Um, and for a variety of reasons, um, the Cougars uh, decided to move leagues. And actually, the MISL in that uh, incarnation uh, no longer existed. Um, you had a variety of reasons, travel costs um, and whatnot, um, that caused uh, the Cougars to move to the PASL. And shortly after they moved to the PASL, uh, the MISL went ahead and disbanded.
1: Okay, so wasn't there a uh, recent change of ownership um, at the California Cougars?
3: There, there, there was there. There was a recent change of ownership. Uh, we have a, a new, uh, new couple owners on um, who are definitely looking to uh, kind of improve the product um, off the field. On the field, the product's been fantastic. We won the PASL two years ago. Um, semifinalists last year, um, lost in the semifinals in a heartbreaker. Um, unfortunately, Um, but you know, as far as off the field, we're really looking to make, this is Stockton's team. I mean, that's what it comes down to. This team belongs to the people of Stockton um, and only they can make this team successful. And when you look at it, one thing I think that both you and I have in common is that this is a city that we love. I mean, we love Stockton, it's a great place to live. And whenever you look in the newspaper or, you know, turn on the news, you're seeing the bad stuff about Stockton, unfortunately and and this is a team i think the that the people in the community can really be proud of and get behind because it's a great group of guys um and they perform well on the field they're a winner on the field um and they could really bring uh, shed a good light on stockton um, only if we just
1: get behind them and support them so give me a, an indoor soccer primer here so um how big are the teams? The one thing I know about indoor soccer is it's a lot faster than traditional soccer, but uh, what else is different between the soccer that we just watched on, in the World Cup um, against the indoor league?
3: Okay, first of all, no Vuzuelas. There are no vuvuzelas. <laughs> um, but uh, basically, to, to break it down, it is hockey on turf with a soccer ball. Um, to if you really want to kind of catch a glimpse of or kind of relate to what indoor soccer is like. Um, you do have the, the usual traditional aspects of soccer, six aside with the goalie, um, and it is you know one point, one point per goal. Um, but as far as the speed, as far as the contact, um, you would be surprised. It is a lot like hockey in that in that regards, especially when you're crashing someone up against the boards and that's, that's kind of fun. I actually started going to uh, Cougar Games back in 2006 and would sit literally in, in the kitty corner uh... behind one of the goals and and it'd be it'd be a lot of fun to see one player just get smashed into the uh... smashed into the glass by another player and you're thinking <laughs> to yourself this is just like hockey there's just no skates uh, and
1: sticks yeah, and, no, and no padding and no
3: padding <laughs> there's absolutely no padding so um, you know we really invite all the thunder fans to come out um... unfortunately because they play at the same season a lot of people think that there has to be an adversarial relationship i'm either going to go to a hockey game or a soccer game absolutely not uh, you know if you're a thunder fan come on out to uh, come on out and catch a cougar game this year if you're a Cougar fan go on out and catch a thunder game I mean they're great I was at the three overtime playoff game um, this past May with the thunder and you know one of the best sporting events I've seen in person um, in my lifetime so it's if you're a fan of both sports there's there's something or both teams there's something to like in each team and, and like I said we invite those thunder fans to come out and at least catch a game and, and let us get you hooked
1: Great, so uh, when does the season start?
3: Uh, see, the regular season starts in early November. Uh, we're still looking to have a, a, a preseason special exhibition, um, hopefully in mid to late October, um, hopefully. Um, but the, the regular season for sure starts in early November. Um, it's a 16 game schedule, eight home games, uh, runs through the end of February. And then we have the league playoffs, which will be taking place in San Diego. Um, And for those of you who are wondering a million reasons why Stockton's better than San Diego, you know, we gave the world Chris Isaac and and Janet Lee, and San Diego's given us Ron Burgundy and Jack Tripper from Three's Company. So, (laughs) I mean, right there is is why Stockton is better than San Diego. You know, take away the beach and San Diego's got nothing.
1: There you go, there you go. All right, great, and um, for uh, more information on the uh, California Cougars working folks, go. Uh,
3: Go online, www. californiacougars.net also we are on facebook um, at uh, just type in California Cougars and we'll pop up Uh, also on twitter you can follow us on twitter at ca underscore cougars and uh, we are also we also have a blog called cougarland um, and that is uh, californiacougars.wordpress.com so either one of those works and uh, we'd love to hear from you um, also, you can contact us via email at calicougars at gmail.com, and uh, we'll get back to you as soon as
1: we can. Great. And then one, uh, one last plug for your personal blog, the um, Sports Spot, something that uh, I've been reading a lot lately in the, uh, the view of Central Valley Sports. Uh, where can folks go to find that?
3: Uh, they can go to uh, www.valleysportsspot dot uh, blogspot.com um it's, it's my irreverent take on on the world of sports um and uh you know i try to throw humor in there and for those of you who do read it and have been following no i will never give up the identity of who miss number one is so stop asking
1: <laughs> all right thanks lee for your time thank you much This is Michael Seymour from Suddenly Seymour, and you're listening to Podcast Stockton.
4: Oh, yes. Can you feel it? I sure can, because I just got hit with the excited stick. It's that time, my friends. Time for me, your friend, John Remington, to bring you the ads of the week. This week on ClosetGoodies.com, we have awesome baby stuff. Check out all the great college textbooks, and don't forget to check out all the men's rings. Right here on ClosetGoodies.com, where it never costs you anything to post and search ads. Thank you for using our website and thank you for listening to Podcast Doctrine.
1: Okay, I'm joined today by friends of the show, previous guests on Podcast Doctrine, Leona Marino and Jared Foster from Web World Talent. They got some exciting stuff coming up this weekend, um, Saturday, July 24th. Uh, Jared, what's going on?
4: Well, we're very excited. So we're going to be at the Lexington. Definitely come down. And, uh, you know, if you think you're a, a model or you think you can sing, we definitely want to have you come down and check out what we're doing there. Um, we have right now at the Lexington starting at 9 a.m. in the morning where you can come in and pre-register. And uh, with this, you're going to be able to come in and uh, be able to show your talent, see what you got, see what uh, what Sto- the city of Stockton and the surrounding areas have in talent. And we're going to be working on uh, giving out a 25000 Uh, dollar reward for the best person as we go through our contest so we're real excited.
1: So you specifically on Saturday will be looking for um, singers and for models that will be um, VJs for Web World Talent. Um, Are you are you expecting a a big crowd or maybe just a couple people? We're hoping we're having a great response for um, so far through emails and social networking we've been having a great
4: response so
1: so, what, so tell me how this works, Jared. Um, people are going to come down uh, starting 9 a.m. Saturday morning at the Lexington in uh, downtown Stockton, of course, right next to the Stockton Arena. And um, folks can come down and sign up. And is there? Uh, tell me about the cover charge and what the process is for the singers and the models.
4: Definitely. So there's going to be two different uh, cover charges. If you're coming down as a model, it's going to be $10 at the door to get in. And uh, from there, basically, you're going to be able to come in. uh, We'll be working with you on some uh, photo shoots and some camera work. If you're a singer and you're coming down, uh, we're going to, it's going to be $20 at the door. And then we're also going to be doing a quick, uh, basically, audition video for you. So that way, we will then submit to a panel who's going to be able to vote on you.
1: So will they be singing in front of an audience or just in front of the camera?
4: Yes, there'll be an audience there. um, So... Better leave your nerves at the door.
1: (laughs) So, so far, Leona, um, I've been keeping track of uh, all the stuff going on at webworldtalent.com. You've had some amazing singers on there. Um, Is that that a, uh, will any of those folks be there at the event? Uh, We're having all of them. We're having Melissa Beckwith. We're having Jolene uh, Bryant, Bobby McDowell, Chad Bushnell, um, Shelly Hale will be there. They'll be on hand for autographs and pictures. Very cool. So, folks that have uh, already been out there to the site, um, they can uh, they can meet these um, soon-to-be famous rock and country stars, and uh, mingle with them and get a chance to get some autographs. Um, so, what? So, since we've last spoke, when we when we broke the news about Web World Talent, um, what what's been the response uh, so far?
4: Uh, we're, we're super excited. We've had phenomenal uh, response and exposure. I mean, we have people that are going in now and interacting with some of the you know, talents and singers that have been on our site uh, with leaving comments. And and obviously, if you're hearing this, you can go yourself and be able to uh, check out WebWorld Talent for yourself. It's webworldtalent.com. Again, it's webworldtalent.com. Check it out. You can also uh, visit us on our Facebook. Our fan page has now reached over close to 700 people right now uh... where twitter accounts blown up we are now uh... most of our uh... talent is uh... on most of every video hosting site that you could imagine that's on the web right now that's just gaining a huge huge amount of views that uh... are getting people really fired up about what we're doing so we're very excited
1: and also jared starting next week we will be allowing people to upload their videos to our site for us to review and, and uh... vote on <coughs> Very cool. All right. So uh, just, just to wrap that, the singers will have a chance of winning uh, $25,000 when it's all said and done. You won't be giving away $25,000 this weekend, but they'll get a chance to uh, enter in to win the $25,000 because, of course, as we've talked about before, you'll be going to other cities as well. Um, but they can enter to win that, and the models can come out and strut their stuff and see if they've got what it takes to be a web world talent um, VJ, right? So then... Um, one more time, and give me the give me the details of when and where, and uh, what folks uh, should expect when they get down there.
4: Okay, so we're going to be here in Stockton, California, at the Lexington, right downtown, right next to the arena. And uh, the best time to start lining up is about nine o'clock, and that's when we're going to be opening up the doors, and uh, and then that way we can get you all registered in and processed in. Also, too, is if you're listening to this broadcast and you know people who are very interested in either getting uh, some exposure for singing or modeling, please forward this through your Facebooks and your LinkedIns and your Twitters and share this message, share this podcast with everybody you possibly can so we can get as many people down to Lexington and show what Stockton has uh, in talent.
1: So I know uh, that's great, Jared. I know that you guys have told me before that you've got folks coming from... Uh, you know, Sacramento area from as far away as Southern California. So people are starting to make the track. So uh, th- there you go, Stockton. There's your challenge to see if we can get um, Stockton well represented at the Lexington this weekend, Saturday, July 24th, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Web World Talents, first, um, the first of many um, live auditions. Thanks again, guys, for coming on to Podcast Stockton.
4: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us.
2: Thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. We'd like to thank Lee Neves of the California Cougars. For more information, go to californiacougars.net. And thanks to Jared Foster and Leona Marino of Web World Talent. For more information on them, go to webworldtalent.com.
1: We'd love to hear your comments. As always, you can leave a message at 209-565-3229. Haven't had any messages in a while, but you can... Call that 24 hours a day, seven days a week and leave us a message. Or you can always send email to mail at podcaststockton.com. Of course, we're still on Facebook and YouTube, username Podcast Follow me on Twitter, username Podcast
2: You will not find me on the interwebs such as Facebook and Twitter, but if you want to listen to my podcast, you can go Google Lowell Tuckerman, and that is the first thing that will come up. Until next time, make it great, Stockton.
1: Yeah, and someday we need to get you on at least on Facebook.
2: It'll happen soon. All right.